Hey, hey, it's the Pretty Corrupt Podcast, your inside guide to celebrity scandals and the reality of reality TV. I'm Jordan Ross Myers, the man behind Twitter's notorious Don Gumbelson and Lee Ratswell, along with my co-hosts Stacey Noel Connor and Nate Safer. Welcome to PCP Pop Culture. Ahoy! Pop culture popping this week? Always. It's always popping. It's kind of weird, actually, to talk about because um, we wanted her on our podcast. We we thought about it. We may have toyed with it when she had her episodes where she was on Twitter a lot. And I know um, her Twitter is private, but Nate is amongst the chosen few. I got in on the ground floor. I DM'd with her. Yeah, once she was looking for Uber money, one of those weird middle of the night tweets that she's famous for. And I kind of DM'd her and I was like, well, what if I give her? I remember I was telling you guys, like, what if I give her enough? And just like, don't pay me back. Just come on PCP. (laughs) Anyway, she stabbed us in the back and she started her own podcast. Stable legend, 90s icon, (laughs) Amanda Bynes. Yep, yep. Yeah, she she uh, her her new podcast is called Amanda Bynes and Paul Siminski the podcast, which is really awkward because that was our running name when we first started. Um, so I feel, it feels wrong that somebody stole it. Uh, I watched it because the only way I could find it is uh, streaming video streaming on Spotify. I could not find it on like po- Apple Podcasts. Could not find it like audio streaming. It's just the video. Mm-hmm. But I found it eventually and watched it. It's like it's only twenty six minutes long. Uh, rough start. It's a rough start. the The very first episode they had on a tattoo artist um, named Dahlia Moth. Um, not terribly exciting. The thing that kind of struck me is just how awkward and uncomfortable Amanda is. You'd think that mm. the Paul Siminski, her partner, the partner on the with the podcast not in he's not an actor he's a he's a good friend of hers that he's a biochemist um if you actually go look the, look at the video uh he looks like jesus just like jesus long hair beard he's wearing like a skirt things but it looks like he's wearing like flowing robes so it literally looks like jesus is he look like white jesus mm-hmm. or historically accurate jesus jared leto jesus okay not as so attractive col- as jared leto jesus just that that look cult Cult mm, white, dirty, white cult, yes, like cult leader. Dirty more cult leader. Yes, more okay. cult leader than anything yeah, okay. else. Um, like Manson, Manson. Yeah, vibe. but it's the they like she has no sort of intro. It just goes straight from her introducing it. She says, "Hi, I'm Amanda. This is Paul. This is the Amanda and Paul podcast." Then just immediately starts talking to the guest. She's looking at her phone to read off questions, and she's monotone, no charisma, which is crazy. Like if you're an Amanda Bynes fan from the yeah. early aughts, crazy charisma. In everything, and she's just—I I mean, she. What she need, she had the chance to do the funniest thing there with this first episode and this intro, and is to introduce it in character as this is Penelope Tay, Amanda's number one fan. Please <laughs> welcome to Amanda Bynes podcast. Yeah, See, that would have been on. great. Like, I think Paul has sucked yeah. the life out of her. If he looks like a cult leader, he probably is a cult leader. The cult. Well, the sad thing oh, is, is my thought looking at her is like, she just seems real. I mean, alleged, I don't mean to, you know, but she just seems like somebody who's on a lot of medication. 
which mm. I understand. She is vulnerable. And, and as somebody now, who's yeah. on a lot of medication, I feel like I can say that. <laughs> but given that in the last year, year and a half, she's been 5150 twice, oh. including once where she was walking around naked in downtown LA. Um, mm. She's only two, three years removed from the conservatorship. So I, I I love seeing her. This is her first public performance type thing in, I think this somebody said a decade. I thought it, maybe a decade because she has not acted or anything. So when I say a rough start, I'm hoping it gets better. And she even said, she said there's the reason she started with a, a, a local tattoo artist is she flat out said from the beginning, we want to start small. I want to mm-hmm. start with my mm-hmm. friends so I get comfortable and then we'll go for bigger people. That's smart. Um, so expect that phone call, Jordan. We can do like a home and home where we do her podcast. She does ours. A couple 5150s yeah, cutting would... it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, like, now I'm all into it. I'm like, maybe she needs help now. Um, where where does she? You said it's video. Where does she record? Is it studio it look, or is it? At it looks home? like a stu- It looks looks like a studio. Um, Because all three of them were in the same room and there was kind of a cool looking background. It definitely, I mean, it could be at her home, but it looked like a studio. Mm. But again, she's just so robotic, which is so unusual for an actor like that. I would have made sense if he, like he is, like I said, a biochemist. If he had been wooden and awkward, would have made sense. But he was very over, you know, charismatic. He was a great host. He he got the knack of it immediately. So Mm. that just made it more jarring that she was so bad. And uh, what were they talking about? Just tattoo exactly. stuff. I didn't. It was. It was like oh, I said. It was. Stuff. It was just awkward. She was just. Re- she was literally reading questions off her phone. It was very, very. It's. I. You just watch. You, you guys. I. Rec- I both recommend and don't recommend watching it. It's twenty six minutes long, but it's just odd. It's very weird. She's not as polished as we are. Obviously, <laughs> few people are. No, few people no. are. But I think we just discover the next thrill. <laughs> I think we're going to have to get on Amanda Bynes' podcast. I'll put it. Yeah. Yes. First, I was like, well, we should invite her on. But you know, my thinking is, ha, huh, she should invite us on. It's true. She just doesn't know it yet. So maybe we'll reach out. And I, I will say she has not tweeted asking for money in a while now. Like that used to be a nightly thing where she would tweet out these yeah. really bizarre, hey, I'm stuck somewhere. Please, can somebody mm-hmm. send me $28? And it was always a really random amount, like $37 or $28. I'm stuck somewhere. And it was very odd. She's not doing that anymore. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was, I, I think I had set my limit at $200 to get her on. <laughs> it was like, like, I wonder how much it would take, like, if she's really stuck on an Uber, like, to get her on, the, get her a podcast. But we'll see. We shouldn't reveal these secrets. No, because now it's going to be really awkward <laughs> when she's on our podcast next week, and people are going to be like, oh, they paid her $200. <laughs> yeah. They got her an like, Uber. <laughs> they, they gave her a ride and, like, a meal. That's all it took. Oh, God. <laughs> We're doing the Lord's work here at PCP. <laughs> DoorDash turned some Del Taco. <laughs> she came right on board. I mean, honestly, if any podcast wanted me on, you just DoorDash me some Shake Shack. I'll do it. Honestly, like, let's go yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> There's honestly. very little I wouldn't do for DoorDash Del Taco, to be honest with you. Oof. Yeah. How much do you How miss it? Date? 
so much <laughs> so much i didn't re- you, you don't know what you got until it's gone i got taco mm-hmm. bells here not the same no nope. they don't hit the same when you got mm. dev taco up against it what else what else what else what else what else oh oh we have some, we have some love going on well maybe maybe not who knows but there's that great new picture of new power couple kevin costner and jewel photographed together yeah um what an odd, what an odd coupling. I, I think I don't know enough about Jewel to say that, but I just didn't have that on my have that on my on my. Well, she likes a cowboy. She was she was she married does. to she, a, a yeah. rodeo guy Time and Murray. has a child. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. she likes a man who can pull off a cowboy hat, and I think we can mm-hmm. all admit Kevin Costner can pull off a cowboy hat. Yeah, exactly. Um, the age is perfectly that's right in his wheelhouse because she's nineteen years younger than him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's only 40. Okay. I, I want to say she's only 49, but I feel like we've grown up with Jewel because um, yeah. there there's an entire generation now that might not know who Jewel is, which is a crime, a crime. Yeah. Or they uh, only know her from the, when she did the, uh, the intuition shaver uh, commercials and stuff. And I'm mean, oh, just yeah. thinking, I was like, get your money, but oh no, Jewel, no, but Hey, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember Jewel's the whole story about her, like living in her car. Yeah car alaska from alaska from yeah alaska. i remember her from that so i only remember her mostly from that famous song which um would actually be the funniest i don't know if he'll do it to propose or if he'll do it as their wedding vows if it goes that far we're like i want him to like get down on one knee or whatever they do and be like what does what it call like these are my hands oh hands they're the, small small i know yeah, yeah he takes her hand yeah yeah just like a play on that. Those could be the wedding vows or the when he slips the ring on. Jewel was so talented that in the mid to late 90s, she was topping the charts with yodeling. Like she was yeah. yodeling. That's what she was mm-hmm. famous for. And she was mm-hmm. she was bangers, bangers of her yodeling. Yep. Oh my God. Well, if if he's smart, Kevin Costner will never get married again. Because like- I, I was going to say like how many- should. How many- safeguards do you think he's going to have going forward because the first time he learned his lesson yeah. mm-hmm. then this time he realized that his iron his ironclad prenup probably could have been slightly more ironclad mm-hmm. so with jewel he's probably he probably mentioned prenup on the first date yeah but i mean the only thing more ironclad than a prenup is just not getting married that too mm-hmm. that too yeah like there we go Kevin Costner, so when you were saying he's younger than her and stuff, he's 19 years younger and no, she's older, 49. Old, older than her. I'm sorry, yeah, I meant yeah. she's 19 years younger. Yeah. It's actually a good, because the, the rule, I learned this from the millionaire matchmaker, the rule for men like him is what's appropriate is half your half his age plus seven, if it's the May-December thing. So he's 68, which would be 34 41, plus seven. 41. 41 so 49 is actually and at that point in life they're close enough in age maybe they watch different tv shows as a kid but that math is so funny because that would make his ideal mate then is 27 years younger than him that's that math is bizarre but so you're saying i still have a chance yes yeah yeah Yeah. okay that range 
Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And this, because this math is for just basically the bare minimum age mm-hmm. of what's appropriate. It's not saying that's like your target. Well, for some guys, no. then the bare minimum, <laughs> the bare minimum is the target. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they That's like a guideline for mentally, like how to figure out if, it, if it's age that, appropriate. For, for me, that would be 28, which I feel like a 28 year old has way too much energy for me. I don't. I don't want to go any. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I want to, you know, just not. And I don't even that twenty. I mean, obviously, an early twenties is considerably different. But I feel like even a twenty-eight-year-old lives too fast for me. It's so funny <laughs> because for years the joke was that most of your girlfriends were very young for a very long time. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. In my in my early to mid thirties, I was that half plus seven rule. I was following it pretty closely, yeah. uh, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Um, yeah, let's let's move on from that. Uh, hmm. Yeah, actually, hmm. Hmm, Doctor Stacy's on this case. He's having some regrets. <laughs> no, no regrets. No. Regrets. Maybe maybe this is why no, you no, needed I a mean... hip replacement, a double hip replacement by forty. Hmm. <laughs> lived I lived way out of way out of my means. <laughs> physically yeah. as well as emotionally physically physically out of my means yeah <laughs> but i'm, I'm Let hoping this be less to yeah. all the young men out there the, all the young heterosexual <laughs> men who listen to our podcast because we know there are so many but let this be a lesson to you <laughs> watch out for those yeah. younger ladies they will ruin yeah. your hips <laughs> They will put you in medical debt in your early forties. It's not good. It's not good. Hey, but you know what? If Jewel, if Jewel's able to stick around, if she can stick around for how long were he and Christine married? Like eighteen years. Um, he, yeah. she too can get a sixty-three thousand a month pay payout, which is less than half of what she wanted. Uh, I, I imagine Jewel has some money. I would hope, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess from this is such a horrible transition. Yeah. Let's just go with it. Yeah. Let's just let's own it. Okay. From finding love in Yellowstone to trouble in domestic trouble in the Mar- Marvel universe. Yes, uh, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, who's um, an actor who uh, Jordan, you said you weren't really familiar with him. So he's, I mean, he's. He's a household name. Do I sound like someone who like reads comic books or has no, and, and, for, like, a comic book movie? That's fair. He's he's got he's kind of was up and coming in every way, and that he was doing these indie movies where he's getting like a lot of acting recognition for mm-hmm. his talent, while also starring in these huge blockbuster movies. He was the the antagonist in the newest Creed movie with Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. and now he essentially is the center of the Marvel universe kind of this new phase that they're doing the last everything in the you know if you're a fan of marvel if you're not everything in the first few phases where like um J- uh, josh brolin was the main bad guy and everything revolved around him all the care like he was the bad guy throughout jonathan majors is supposed to be that going forward and now marvel doesn't know what to do because yeah like we said he's he's currently on trial for um domestic violence uh, he's yeah. he's only been charged with misdemeanors, which still is is violence, obvious violence, but not felonies. He's been charged with um, harassment and assault, misdemeanor harassment assault from an ex girlfriend from earlier this year, back in March. And essentially, what happened is he and this this the girlfriend at the time were in the back of a, like a car service in New York, 
got into an argument, which they both acknowledged that there was an argument having to do with he, she saw something on his phone that looked like it came from another woman. They got into a fight Mm -hmm. and she says that it turned physical where she had to escape, get out of the car and essentially escape him. Um, And it, one of the things that didn't look great in her favor early on is that there was footage of her going to a club right afterwards because she was saying that she had suffered injuries from this attack from him, but then she was seen at a club, which people were like, oh, that's not, the optics on that are not great. Uh, but she claimed all along that she wanted to, she went, she, she acknowledged she did go to a club afterwards, but because she just didn't want to be alone. She, they live together. She's like, I don't want to go home to where, to a home we share and be alone. So I'm going to go to a club with, with, with people like escape, a pro- yeah. escape a bad situation. Yeah, no, no. So it was problems. it was a perfectly valid that. thing, but it, the optics of the her being on surveillance video doing mm. tequila shots is not great. Um, but it t- the the trial took a turn just a couple days in this week because there was another incident last year. They've been together for a while, and this ex girl they were together for a while. This ex girlfriend's British, so there was an incident last year that happened in London, um, another domestic violence incident that. The judge for this case is not allowing the details from that previous case to be used in this trial because the the judge said it's a completely different thing. But the weird thing is, is the judge is not allowing the details to be said in this trial, but is allowing text messages about the previous incident to be read aloud at this trial. So essentially mm. this week, Jonathan Major's texts were read, were, were read aloud from last year for this incident they're not supposed to be bringing up. And this makes it worse for him because now people can just picture in their head what the details were last year because they're reading these texts and these texts are really bad for him. Really yeah. bad. He all but admits attacking her in the text where he, he tells her just the age old thing of... Um, uh, he gets her to say, uh, if, if you have to go to a doctor, tell him you bumped your head. Mm-hmm. And she, she goes along uh, with it. She said, like, she... The old, well, like, I walked into the door. Yes, yes. I mean, he's basically yeah. begging her not to go to a doctor, not to go to the hospital, because yeah. they're going to ask questions, and you don't want to do that to us. You don't want to do that to me. Like, don't do that, you know. And then she's like, but I kind of have to. And he's like, well, she's like, I'll just tell him I bumped my head or something. He was like... And yeah. he's he, he's scared for himself. He doesn't give a shit about her. He's scared for himself. And yeah. And he even called himself in the t- these texts to her. He called himself a monster. He said, maybe I'm a monster and a horrible man. Maybe I don't deserve it. Um, and then he does the the true trying to flip it around where he threatens to kill himself multiple times over text <sighs> uh, where he just basically he's, you know, playing the victim and he's like, I, maybe I should just kill myself. I'm, it, it's not worth me living. And again, this is all for a previous case, a previous incident. This, the thing that he's on trial for now. The, 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 and this incident involved, this was against same woman. another incident same, against her. Same woman, okay, but they were okay, a year so apart. Okay. So the, so again, like I said, it had those not, those texts not been allowed. The, this case could have been somewhat flimsy only because it's it's they're in the back of a car and they, they're bringing the driver up this week. He's testifying. And obviously it, 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 it was a he said, she said, but now there's the driver who was in the car with them. Mm-hmm. So that'll be the tell, you know, that'll be truly what happened. But it had it could have gone either way if these texts from the previous one weren't allowed just because of the optics involved. This is creative. Like, I know I was reading an article. You know, I'm, like, not super into the, like, Marvel. I doubt I've ever seen a Marvel movie. But 
I was reading about the um the trouble this has caused on the business end for you know Marvel is owned by Disney yeah. I believe mm-hmm. and on um, these the Marvel universe whatever they call it the Marvelverse yeah. is anchoring movies right now in theaters and it draws in so much revenue and he was it's a, the centerpiece of their strategy going forward and he was the star of this of this their new yeah. And gold they, mine, it, their anchor, and now they have to st- re-strategize. Like, yeah, not out, phase them out, replace them. Because not gears. not only was he the center of this universe, he's already been established. So recasting, it's an issue. Yeah, he well, already also, he was the villain. Well, but but also Chadwick Boseman was kind of a whole recentering of the Marvel universe mm. before he died. You know what I mean? So then, yeah. in a yeah. sense, Jonathan Majors was not ex- not exactly a replacement. There's a lot more going on there still. So please don't come at me, Marvel people. But like, but still, there is a bit of a recentering with Jonathan Majors from a switch from Chadwick Boseman. So now again, it's like a third time. Like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah, sorry. It's, yeah, this is like a billion dollar issue. It's yeah, honestly, it's very similar to what happened with Ezra Miller last yeah. year, where Ezra Miller had this huge mm. tentpole movie that they starred in that was already made. Unlike so, with this one, um, Jonathan Majors has already starred in the Ant Man sequel with Paul Rudd that already came out. But now, movies going forward, there's a new Avengers that's coming out either next year, no, either 25 or 26, that's called Avengers the Kang Dynasty. He plays Kang. He's the he's the main villain. So it's like, well, we already introduced him, so it's hard to go a different route. We could recast it. it it's just, it's a big problem for for Marvel, and the last thing they need are problems. Well, you know, Warner Warner Brothers, granted, different company, but they Warner Brothers, HBO Max, they got rid of the Batgirl movie that was already in the can. Yeah. So... You know what? They could get rid of that if they wanted to. Also, yeah. yeah. Well, I want to go back real quick. They got rid of that. As I make it, doesn't say they got rid of that episode of the Gilded Age after the accusations against Christine Baranski. You know what? (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) Your edibles. Yeah, Are you sure your in? edibles not kicking in, right? Yeah, <laughs> I was just, I was just like floating, just floating You're some st- rumors about yeah. beloved actress Chris- Christine Baranski. Yeah. See if they stick. Please don't, just please don't. Was, like we need some hope. Yeah, Sorry. Carol Lombard's family wasn't litigious enough. Now you're going after the Baranskis. right. <laughs> Um, Come at me. But no, but I want to go back real quick because of the the thing about um, about Jonathan Majors ex-girlfriend was her name her name is grace i believe grace jabari um, yeah yeah them them coming after yes it, the optics aren't great about her going to a bar afterwards but it is understandable yeah you don't want to go home because he's there and what will he do to you and and yeah. i don't know where to go and mm-hmm. there's a, there's a moment and somebody like you just don't know but also i just want to bring up the point that like a lot of times in in uh dv cases and essay cases they, a, a woman is really just tried and hanged for for being for any alcohol use, whereas with a mm. man, it's an excuse for behavior. Mm. Whereas for a woman, it is a reason for behavior. It's like, well, she did this, so I guess it was okay. You know what I mean? As opposed to he mm. he was he has a problem with alcohol, therefore, it, you know. 
he has problems controlling anger or controlling this or whatever like that. I'm not saying it's like necessarily this case, but in general, that's a lot of times it's like, oh, he's so sad. It's so bad that he, you know, that he hits his wife. He's an alcoholic. We need to show him some grace. I'm sorry. Like you, plenty of alcoholics don't beat people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, <laughs> his, so, ob- I mean, obviously his lawyer is going in pretty heavy, you know, about her going like, parsing that that video the the surveillance video at the bar saying like oh you said you hurt your hand we can see in this video that you're using that hand to take drinks um a fun little bravo tie-in is uh um, jonathan major's defense attorney the one who's attacking the accuser uh, her name's priya chaudhry um i don't know if that name sounds familiar she's jen shaw's um attorney no way like jen shaw's uh, what a great track record yeah not yeah. great not great what a great great track yeah record. so so she's she's over well i'm sure she has wins in her back but um, yeah yeah did not great not great another really weird thing is over the last so this this all happened in march so his his career sort of been spiraling since like the movies that he's already made or are, are, are studios the smaller budget studios like yeah we're not releasing that so he's been trying to sort of have to get his reputation back even again he this is misdemeanor charges so even if he's found guilty and he it's jail time and all that is minimal because it's a misdemeanor but his career is torched it doesn't even matter now it doesn't matter yeah. if he's acquitted or anything they're, bill- they're- yeah, there are billions of dollars riding yeah. on. And with Marvel owned by Disney, which I know Marvel isn't part of the fairy tale Mickey Mouse and Cinderella part of Disney, but they still have an image. It's still They're a bunch of fairy tales. An, an image. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, something like that just doesn't fit in with their branding. Mm-hmm. Well, so much. Well, neither did Pretty Woman, but they still made that film. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my gosh. Well, mm-hmm. one last sad, uh, speaking of Pretty Woman and sad love stories, um, and love story, uh, R-A-P or R-I-H, Ryan O'Neill. He passed away. We've had a lot of people. And I just see. What, what does the H stand for? Rest that in could hell. Because okay, it could go the other way, too. It could go rest in heaven. But uh, I was just wanting to see which way you were going with that. We're going downstairs to where, well, I mean, where Henry Kissinger is. I mean, they, they're partying together. Let's say that. Yeah. I don't. I know most. I I was. I've read the book. I've read um, Tatum, his daughter Tatum's book. Mm-hmm. So, like, I again, not a big movie person, but I'm fast. I love dramatic Hollywood families and those. Oh. So I know all about the history with Farrah Fawcett and Tatum and its children. And so, you know, was and known as father of the year necessarily yeah i think father's day was a really hard day every year for his children yeah tatum has not tweeted a statement she has are she has retweeted um barbara streisand new york times and people magazine but as far as herself she has not issued a statement yet um paying tribute to him yeah, because he had Tatum with a previous um, spouse. I don't recall if it was a girlfriend or a mm-hmm. wife, but he had th- two or three kids with Farah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, those kids. Are there. No, no, he only had one with he only had one was with Fair. Was it uh, Redman? Red oh. Okay, I didn't know if he had more than and one. And he only had one that was Redman, and then he had three kit, three I believe, from a prior marriage, and it was Tatum and two sons. Oh, okay, and one of the sons is a, one of the sons does well. He's a sportscaster. Um, he lives a quiet, normal life. Very, very, usually I say stable as a joke. No, very, like he's normal. He's the one who made it out. Tatum's had a rocky Mm -hmm. road. She was the one married to John McEnroe. His other son, Ryan and him, a few years ago, the cops were called in Malibu. They were like in a fist fight in their living room. Um, so Probably not a great family relationship there. And then um, Redman, his son with Fair, he's at a he's at a tr- very you know, a like in and out of rehab, a lot of arrests. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. been he lost his mother and stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then there was a time I had to say at Fair's funeral. Do you, did you ever hear this story with Tatum? At Fair's funeral, you know they're fairly estranged. Tatum and Ryan, or were. And I, I am not trying to like celebrate that he died, but a fun fact story at Farrah's funeral, which was back in 2009, he hadn't seen his daughter Tatum in a long time. Mm-hmm. And they're outside after the, uh, what's it called? The cer- not ceremony. Well, the, ser- the funeral memorial? service. Memorial service. Service. Yeah. service. And um, <laughs> not recognizing his own daughter, yeah. he hit on yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah, yep. we were just talking about the age difference mm-hmm. thing, the 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 Kevin Costner jewel age difference thing. Yeah, and she was like, "Dad, it's me." It's Ooh. like it's like not Ooh. only did you hit on a woman at your wife's funeral, but then you That's hit true. on your own daughter. That's so gross. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, he, yeah, he hit on his daughter at his ex wife's funeral. That's why I'm just like this. So. This man, just no. I that I feel really bad for his children because because that's got to be very complicated. Yeah. It's a complicated grief, you know, to be like I. Well, I don't want to speak for any of them, but I, if if. He may he may not be my favorite person if he was my father and if he and when he died I would be very I would have very difficult conflicting feelings about that and so which would make mm. grieving even harder you know what I mean because it's like oh and yeah I should so yeah of, one of the things I always remember from that that era the Farrah Fawcett that she didn't quite get the love and respect she deserved at the time of her death. She, nope. she died on the same day as Michael Jackson, the same That's day. Right. So she had like an hour of press before no, none. And yep. she did, she passed in the morning yeah. and then Michael passed or was confirmed in the afternoon. Yeah. And it's just like overshadowed. Yeah. yeah. Boy. Mm. Iconic. That's a fun and festive topic to end on. Yeah, might as well. But well, if but if but if you if you believe in that, you know, there's a balance to the universe where for every good there's a bad thing. We lost Ryan O'Neill, but we also lost Norman Lear, R.I.P., who certainly is in heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that man was was I don't want to I didn't call anybody saintly, but he was definitely a good person. A man. I was going to say he's a a mensch. Yeah, he's a mensch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess the whole balancing thing, I guess, works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know, they do say, I don't want any jinxes, but they do say it's celebrity deaths come in three. So. Well, we've had him. Norman Lear, Henry Kissinger, well, and Ryan O'Neill. So there we go. We're done. Oh, that's right. We had Henry, so the three. So let's just say everyone's safe this week in Hollywood, mm-hmm. <laughs> in the world. Um, and, you know, keep you keep yourself busy and take yourself all of this tragic news. Why don't you rate, subscribe, review, and follow the Pretty Corrupt Podcast. Share with your friends, your estranged fathers, your, your, your rehab counselors, your defense attorneys. And also head on over to social media where you can follow us Instagram and TikTok at Pretty Corrupt Podcast, Twitter at Pretty Corrupt One. And from those, you can find all our personal accounts. Um, and if you haven't listened, remember there are two episodes each week. So this is Pop Culture. The other one is the Bravo Breakdown. So head on over to that as well. See you next episode. Like we do it.